Welcome to episode 24 of the Top Loaded Podcast. This episode is brought to you by GorillaShip.co.uk, the UK's number one choice for sports card memorabilia shipping from the United States. And on that, they have some open spots at the moment with their boxes, so there's no waiting list at the moment. So if you do want one, head straight over to GorillaShip.co.uk and don't be disappointed. And the man who needs no introductions because he's here every week now, Harry, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, Ronnie, mate. How are you doing? You well? I'm very well, apart from our first talking point, which is obviously the Nationals, because uh, every single person is making me very jealous that I am sitting in my bedroom and not at the Nationals. So I don't know if you've been getting this uh, feeling as well that you're just like, wow, I really wish I was there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, probably called a bit of serious FOMO. Um, I've been chatting to a few guys sort of the last couple of days and yeah, I think just from seeing the stories and your Instagram post, and it looks honestly like an incredible event. And as you said, one that I'm very jealous that I'm currently sat in the UK, looking at my beautiful cards on my display, but not over there, obviously, uh, mixing in with the whole hobby and obviously the beautiful venue. But, um, yeah, I've definitely uh, definitely got a lot of FOMO that I'm not, uh, not over there. Uh, I don't know how many different times I've seen so many different people, especially all that stateside people, it's easier for them to get to New Jersey. It's just it, even the fact of just being there, that's what I want to be like. Ah, oh, just go there, just take it all in because it just looks mental. Like, I was seeing a walkthrough the other day of it, and it's just like left, right, just like how many cards. And it's even the case of some of the cards that are there, ridiculous. Obviously, you've got the Mickey Mantle that's going for absolutely ridiculous amount of millions at the moment. Yes, $25 million in it. PSA 10, I saw that. I was, like, what is I was like, what is going on here with some of these cards? And then some of like, obviously the content creators, UK side and US side, streaming, doing different deals. Some of the cards over there are ridiculous. I think I see last night, uh, 2017 Topps Chrome 101, Cristiano Ronaldo. And I was just like, what a card that, like, even just to see that card, it would be, unbelievable not alone hold it <laughs> yeah i think it's, it's it's nice for us to see as well the amount of the uk scene that's over in in america at the national you know um you've, you've seen four uh, you've seen obviously um your good friend aaron over there as well and i think it's, it's so nice to see the amount of people from the uk that are over there and i believe that over the next coming years it's only going to get bigger in the uk is going to Start heading over to these or European these um, abroad uh, card shows and making the UK hobby a lot more probably well known. Um, I think as I've seen, I've seen Fora's uh, story, and you could literally get lost in that place. Like I honestly said to myself, if I was to ever go there, I wouldn't know where I was going. I could walk around the same circle five times, and I think I just I wouldn't know my whereabouts. <laughs> oh. Uh, no doubt. I actually think I see on someone's story the other day that actually took a like map with them and they was like crossing out where they'd been so they can kind of work out what stalls they need to go to. And actually, they heard quite an interesting thing last night. Um, someone was talking about recommendations for if you're going to go to your first nationals. And obviously, rather than go up to every stall and see what they're selling, one of the actual recommendations is you wear the jersey of something that you're looking for, which I think is quite an interesting one because. Say, for example, you're looking for Arsenal cards, you wear your Arsenal shirt, because someone will see you in an Arsenal shirt and be like, oh, he's buying Arsenal. Or if you're wearing like a LeBron James jersey, you, you then they'll be like, oh, I've got the LeBron James. I think it's quite a clever idea, actually. I never thought of it before. And I think it could be something that 
like carries over into like London card show because there's a load of cards there. And if you're walking around in a Arsenal shirt and someone's got an Arsenal card, they will come up to you and be like, "Oh, I've got an Arsenal card." So I thought that was quite a nice little thing, which I'm hopefully going to use in 2023 when I walk around with my uh, Arsenal shirt on. If I do make the journey out to Chicago, I think it is. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think, and obviously, um, I had a nice little chat with uh, obviously the man himself, Harry, at the card show last weekend. I was wearing my Mercedes top, and um, he walked straight past and said, "Listen, mate, you, you buy an F1." Um, so it's it's little things like that where I think it's a brilliant idea. I think you wear the jersey that or the the shirt of the team or the player that you're collecting, and I think it makes makes it a bit easier for people to pick out and listen, mate. Like you buying you buying LeBron, you buying Arsenal, or you buying you know any of the NFL teams when they're wearing their jerseys. And I think it's a brilliant idea that I reckon the London card show could obviously um, incorporate into it. You know, obviously without turning people's hands and being like, listen, you have to wear a jersey. Um, but I think, no, I think it's definitely a brilliant idea and one that I've not personally heard or seen of before. But I do think that is a, it's a pretty genius idea. Yeah, definitely. I think it brings a lot of colours to the event as well. I was seeing it last night at one point and it was just like a load of basketball jerseys, football jerseys, hockey jerseys. Like, And what people think is, because it's a sports memorabilia one as well, they see some of the stands over there, but signed helmets signed jerseys I was lost in, I, I think I would be too dangerous on the signed memorabilia section I think one person had about 400 signed mini helmets like where do you even start like <laughs> like even the yeah enough, but like I definitely I think I'd have to buy another suitcase while I was out there or take another one with me empty because I wouldn't try I honestly would not trust myself at the national yeah I think you have to yeah, pack in a suitcase inside a suitcase to, uh, to bring back with you but um, I think just the sheer array of stuff that's on display, like you said, from signed memorabilia to cards to jerseys to literally anything you could think of within the sports card, the sports literally world um, they've got at the at the national. But um, yeah, I think definitely, I think you know, twenty twenty three, I'd love to be uh, love to be out there representing the top loaded podcast with yourself out there. Um, so we can only we can we can set a dream, can't we, for next year? We can set a dream and. No doubt, there's it either go one way, one two ways that we'll be sitting here in the exact same places next year, saying maybe 2024 is our year, or we might be doing some bits from the show, which would, oh, would be brilliant. If uh, well, probably would have to start saving now to deal with uh, because it's actually going to go on to a perfect talk point that you brought up, uh, which we're going to now. But you you read a good uh, Twitter post last night, if you just say about it and. Because I think it's quite an interesting talk about which I'd actually like to hear from people listening to this as well, what they think about it. Yeah, definitely. I was saying to you before we uh, before we come on that I actually saw um, Big H tweet yesterday. Um, he was asking for people's opinions on, you know, obviously everyone has different collections, different budgets, but would you look out a place, go into a place, a card show like the National with, let's say, a $2,000 budget? would you look at a place and almost like the bottom end of the scale? And I was about to send him a voice note and sort of give him my opinion, but I thought we'd talk about it on, on the podcast today. Because to me, when you see videos and stories about the, the national, there's always the same, the flip-through boxes, the dollar, $2, $5, $10. There's always cards in the showcase that range from $100 to, uh, you know, 250K. Um, so I think going there with a 2K budget wouldn't, in my opinion, make you look at a place or, you know, like a really small collector because, like I said, everyone has different budgets and 
there's always going to be going to be cards there to suit any team player budget. Um, you know, I don't know what your opinion is on on the fact as well, but to me, I don't think a two thousand dollar budget would make you look out of place. No, I think obviously these shows conventions are tailored for the smallest to the biggest of collectors, and as long as you have your own budget, and it's one of them that's very hard to say. Say for example, you took two thousand, you're going to be able to buy wax if you wanted to, you, or even if you take a thousand or five hundred. So it's sometimes more about the experience and actually being able to go right. Oh, I'm going to buy all these ridiculous cars because it's it's one of them that yes, there'll be cars there that you want. What a ten k? There'll be like I say, there'll be some cars there'll be five dollars and you want to buy. Or it's just such a wide scale and varies that. All right, it's nice if you can take a bigger budget, but it's just not realistic for a higher percentage of the collector's base, especially within the UK. Um, that if you have your own budget and you know how to budget well, that you don't blow it all on the first day, that you can say, This is for that day. You take stuff to trade or you buy to get to the bits to trade up. Like it does work. Like I, I agree. Like obviously, you'd love to, I'd love to be able to say, I'll take 10K out with me. That would be lovely, but not going to happen. So, yeah, obviously you're limited slightly what you can do. It's not as free, but there's so much there, like your bargain bins, you've got cheaper slabs out there. Even like when it comes to soccer, I don't know how much there is. It's probably less low end, I would say, of soccer because there's just less quantity there. Like you, if you've gone out there to collect football, uh, basketball, baseball, you, I, you could probably go out there and buy a couple of hundred cards for a thousand dollar budget. So it just depends on what you collect because obviously if someone's going out there to collect 2020 George Russell you're going to need a big budget or if you're going out there and collecting I don't know uh, Lance Stroll for example even though he somehow gets high prices but that's just, let's say Nicholas Latifi you could probably buy near enough the whole rainbow for probably about 50 quid um, which is which is actually that's a bit unfair of me to say on <laughs> on Latifi because he actually done quite well in practice yesterday but like I say it's a very interesting talking point because Everyone's going to have a different budget. Like some people will be able to afford to go out there and buy a case of something for themselves, rip it, trade it out. Um, but yeah, I think if I was going out there, I'd like to have in the one to two area of spending money. Just even just to, even if you only spend six hundred to eight hundred of it or twelve hundred of it, it's just having that barrier that oh my god. Say for example, there's that one or one that I've all, a dream card is there. And it's there for a thousand that you're not like, oh, I can't spend all my money. Or you never know what can be like. You could have that one card that you've been chasing for three years, for example, and it's just there. And it, you know that it'd be your only chance to buy it. So it's having that power to do so. Like could, I could go out there and there's a Rannick Jack 101 that I've, I would be all over. And if it's, say, 600 and I've only taken a thousand, I'd be like, it's a bit cautious. Whereas if you had that, breathing room say if you took like two you'd be like i can do this and still not be like crying myself to sleep when on the last day i see another card that i really want but like i say it's a great thing of collecting that there's such a wide spectrum of people with small budgets to high budget yeah i think that's that's the difference probably at the moment between let's say the london card show compared to the national because if you enter london card show with let's say a thousand pound then you see that one of on shaka for 600s you still got that 400 pounds to last you for the rest of the day but where the national is what four or five days 
granted, yeah, a $2,000 budget over five days probably isn't massive. Um, you know, you'll probably look on average about what? £500 a day, sorry. Um, whereas you take that to like a day show, uh, the London card show, you're laughing. So I do get Harry's point of view in terms of that, where you are trying to spread it over five days. But to me, like we've, like we've already discussed, there's still a range there for all, all budgets. And you just have to be clever and be wise with, with your money. You know, you go there and see that grail card you wanted for the last one to two years. You're getting more inclined to buy it. But um, yeah, I do think there's definitely a, a budget there for everyone. And like we said, I'm really intrigued to get other people's opinions. You know, shoot us a DM, shoot us a, a comment on the post and see, let's see what's your, what, what you guys think, whether you guys do think that, let's say, a $2,000 budget would be suitable or would be deemed as, you know, the lower ends uh, of the National. Definitely, because there's just so much there to it. I was watching a video last night. I won't ruin it for anyone, but I would recommend you go and watch it. Guy in America, it's called Pac Man, um, spelled P A C K M A N, very clever name. And he ripped a box of eminence football. All I'm saying, you've got to watch it because probably one of the coolest cards I've ever seen come out of it, which is not even a football card, but you'll see it when you realize. And then the funny thing is, Aaron was standing right at the front watching it as well. So he'd done a live whilst he was opening it, and I was just thinking, I'm, I'm sat here indoors having a water, watching on TV someone open a box of evidence whilst Aaron's live streaming it and Aaron's standing next to him in person watching a 20k box. So it's just the experience, like we say, is it's not all about buying and selling. It's about being there and just taking it all in because I think that's one of the major things for it is it's the experience. And I've seen a lot of people tweet that or post that. It's what an experience it was can't believe how big it was and it's one of them until you go there in person you'll never know what it truly is like that's one thing which getting me i'm like oh, could easily be there right now but i'm like it's meeting all of those people like i think i saw on forward story about him meeting there's a pwcc out there and you know you meet the people from whatnot you meet the people from psa sgc and i think it's just talking to those people actually in person rather than having to email and wait so many days for a response or shoot an Instagram DM and again wait a few days for a response you can literally go there and just speak to all these different platforms whether that be other collectors or bigger names in the hobby like, so like your grading companies your, your auction companies and just generally having a conversation with them in person and like so I think the experience of doing that from a UK perspective I think for us would be would be massive and even getting anything like those are a London show or let's say unless you see over or PSA over would be an absolute game changer um, yeah I think the experience of speaking to those sorts of people in person is really one of the one of the appeals for me that is, that is most appealing oh, definitely if you have a uh, I've seen it like if you have a massive car and you want to put it on the PSA Express or their, their Super Express service at Nationals you can drop it off on the first day and you collect it by the last day that's just really cool as well um, um obviously the grand club got very lucky in a case break of chrome and got it to five vivian Miedemar, which he then psa'd and it got a 10 so i'm not jealous at all on that one but congratulations to him so yeah he done a case break got five Miedemars in it i think it's five to 25 75 99 then he went and oh yeah did he see that rainbow in his story he went and expressed the uh Miedemar 
to five, and he got a PSA ten as well. So he's got a ten to five. Lucky guy, lucky guy. But I was even thinking, imagine being at the national yesterday in like the box breaking section with a load of them ripping impeccable, like left, right, and centre, just seeing the cards. Like that, even just things like that would be cool. Just to walk around the breakers pavilion, just see the cards being ripped. Then that's not even talking. Then talking about all the different signing opportunities. If you go for um, like some of the athletes that are there are just crazy. I see Odell Beckham Jr. there. I've seen Paul Pierce there, Mayweather there, Joe Montana. Like, there's just so many unbelievable stars. And that's one thing I'm hoping that in the couple of, within the next few years, that because obviously it's all American stars, they start getting some of the soccer players in. Why not get some of the retired big boys? Out? Like Ronaldinho, he needs to cash. I might imagine getting him, Danny. Go and meet him, get Sank signed. That would be awesome. I think, obviously, some of the American sports ones are brilliant, some of the best of all time. But imagine that if they have the opportunity. Yeah, tonight at six o'clock, you can queue up or buy the VIP package and you get a meet Ronaldinho. <laughs> just and that's just the scale that the Nationals at, isn't it? I think, you know, the Nationals is probably where every card show aspires to be like. And I think, you know, there's definitely potential for, you know, the UK scene to replicate. You know, see, there's probably the, a few years to come, I would probably go with. But um, yeah, it's just the actual scale that's on, you know, having these these players there and doing the box breaks. I think for me, watching a box break live that you're potentially entered into is going to be on a different scale. Like I think I was saying to you wasn't like before this that I'm probably not into the box break in probably eight, nine months, but I would be more inclined to enter one knowing that I was just going to watch it live in front of me unfold. So I think, yeah, there's so many different aspects of the national that is just so appealing and I think I'd like to think that one day Harry will uh, pull a madness and uh, get half of that for the, for the London show. But yeah, I mean, it's just on, a, on another scale at the moment. Oh, definitely. It's the, the mecca, so to speak, of the sports trading world. So hopefully, hopefully we can be talking this down next year, the review of the Nationals after probably not being able to eat for a few months and families, partners and everything being very upset that We've come back and spent about two grand on cardboards, but one of their experiences got to be done. Hopefully, it coincides with something out there as well. But just hopefully, we're out there. And I think we're, we're going to try within the next few weeks trying to get a couple of people on from the national just to get first hand experience from what it was like because there's only one way to ever get in, it's from people's mouths themselves. So Definitely, we're trying to get some of them on because I was speaking to a couple of them already, and it's just like, yeah, it's mental. Like, there's more happens in a day there than like a month over here. Like, it's just like its own little world. And like I say, it'd be great to get some people on. And no doubt, I think you would echo the point that it's just one of them that I think everyone's got to experience it at one point, whether it's now or in ten years' time. It's just got got to be done. Yeah, I think it's just on a different scale. I think for any serious UK collector, I think going out to even somewhere like Dallas, I think just a US card show of the scale of Dallas or the National, I think, to experience it firsthand, to know what actually goes on. I mean, for me, it's even like the actual like designated trade night. So you've got your F1 trade night, your, your basketball trade night, your soccer trade night, your football trade night, you know. I think I saw that Jupster was obviously organising the F1 trade night and he was an absolute success. And having those specified trade nights, I think, again, is just something that I would love to go and experience. And 
see, I think, see both of us being F1 fans. I think the F1 trademark to me, it just looked ridiculous. The cards that are on display, um, I think I saw see like the one of one Hamilton Auto that uh, I think surfaced on Instagram around last night this morning. I think it's just on another scale. Um, but yeah, I think definitely I'd, I'd love to get and the voices and opinions of people that have been there onto the podcast and hear sort of firsthand what they what they thought their opinions because they're probably they're probably not wrong when they say more happens in a show than probably it does in the UK probably in a month. So it'd be great to get their their thoughts and opinions. Oh, definitely, and I think that's going to be the last one we talk about Nashville because even just talking about, it, I'm really thinking like, oh, I wish I was there. So, but there's been quite a few. Yeah, releases. We briefly spoke about Impeccable last week, and obviously now we've seen the product getting ripped. I, I obviously said last week, so I'm always a bit biased to Impeccable because I think it's one of the nicest product, if not my favourite product of the year. But I think Panini have absolutely smashed Impeccable Soccer out of the park this year. I think some of the cards in it, all right, I might be biased from an Arsenal perspective because some of our cards are incredible, but the overall card design this year, I think is the best by far, and I'm seeing parallels, which are incredible. I'm seeing the metal cards, which are even nicer, especially the parallels of that. On-card autos, which obviously, with the pandemic, the excuse was they couldn't go out to with the cards or some ridiculous thing, even though no different sign a sticker to a card. But how nice is Impeccable? A, obviously, an Arsenal perspective, we've got lovely, we've got probably the second best amount of cards behind Man United, but just in general, I think Peckle is absolutely been smashed out of the park. Yeah, um, I definitely think it's probably since I've been in probably one of the best years for Peckle in terms of card designs. Um, I think, you know, we were let down quite a bit last year in terms of, or even with Immaculate, in terms of the patches not being associated with any player game um, event, which for me was probably quite a massive downfall. But they've really brought it back at the moment with Impeccable with uh, the on-card autos, the sheer number of on-card autos. And the designs themselves are just a work of art. You know, I think it definitely is, like we said, from an Arsenal perspective, there's some unbelievable cards that have already been pulled and that are being pulled that just are incredible looking cards. And I know we both said, obviously, what we were chasing last time in the, on, the, on the podcast and I've actually seen a uh, Ben White, Aaron Ramsdale, Jewel Auto, and it is a redemption um, that has been pulled already. So, yeah, I think the, the you were saying only a moment ago about how you love obviously, watching the impeccable breaks. Um, I think it's one that I'd probably need to get my, uh, dip my toe into. But, yeah, the actual impeccable cards this set are just a work of art. Uh, I, I, I famously said on the podcast last week that all, the only cards I'm chasing from the set is a Gabrielle Stainless Stars. Don't listen to what I said there. I've seen an Eduardo Masterstrokes on card auto that I want to buy. I've seen Burkhamson Omri on cards that I want to buy. I've seen... I'm not a personal collector of Fabregas. Even his ones are fantastic. Over my For Arsenal collectors, it's incredible. I've even seen other cards from other teams. I'm like, I'm, I don't want to collect you, but I could easily collect you because they're just that nice. I see TFF, Paul... And Mohamed Salah staying the stars gold to 10 last night. Oh my god, it was such an incredible card that I've got uh I've got a Lacazette Stainless Stars from two two years ago, I think it is. And it's such a nice card, but the parallels are something that really are saying else. And uh it's it is good to see a really nice fixed I a when it's the 130 points and above, I'm always normally a winner. Okay. 
as we say with every product, there's a bit of quality control issues, but you normally do get them with these type of release products due to the mini boxes. Oh, they're either very tight or slightly loose, so they're going to get movement because they're not in sealed actual packs, but some of the stuff that have come out of them so far. I see a, yeah, I think, I can't even remember it. It was a Carl Darlow history card for Newcastle. So the year they was in like that silver foil on card auto. And it's probably going to be a, I don't know, a 50, 60 card, quick card, because it's Carl Darlow, Newcastle. But the card was stunning. Like it was such a nice design. Now I'm like, I really want to see the club history one of Arsenal with it, 1886 in that writing. I can't remember if something had on it, but. Even even like the patch guys this year, the design it's just a really nice design from base upwards, which is refreshing to see. Um obviously it's very expensive. I think even since it's like started getting ripped, the retail price has gone up because people have realised how nice it is. I think I think blowout had uh, sorry, even tops in the US listing them up at like twenty five hundred dollars or something incredible. Uh, sorry, Panini, twenty five hundred dollars, which two years ago I remember it was released at a thousand but how the market's going, they're trying to stop the resale market, Panini. So there's a lot of money out there, but cards are fantastic, which sadly means breaks are very expensive because you're not going to be... All right, some people might be, you're not buying a box yourself, so you're going to want to buy into team breaks, which even then, it's a few hundred for Arsenal man using the top team. So it's even then still unrealistic. So... um. I feel like I'm shining them out a lot today, but TFF's doing random player breaks, which are very interesting to watch. So literally a spot for every different player and triple autos. So for whatever it is, six quid, it's like someone last night for six quid hit a Cristiano Ronaldo impeccable stats auto redemption, which is probably a, I don't know, a thousand to 2000 card, which someone got for seven quid. So it's great fun to watch. So definitely would recommend people checking out impeccable, um, and obviously the cards are starting to emerge on eBay, especially in America now. So just have a look at them. They're so nice. Um, every team's got nice cards. And I, I think someone was saying, it's a shame that they don't do non-Premier League impeccable. I probably agree with that. I can't see why now they don't do a, another impeccable of a, I don't know, like an international one or La Liga, something like that. Because there's a lot of players. Could imagine like a, a Benzema impeccable stars or... Like that kind of stuff, but it's obviously... even though they do with the with the Don Russ road to Qatar, you bring out an impeccable every four years for the World Cup. Mm. The, the hype around that would just be incredible, and I think it's definitely something that you know he could look to could look to do. Um, bringing out either like say a different league or like a World Cup Euro sort of uh, every couple of years, every four years for the World Cup, let's say. Um, but I think that's the thing. Once you get a, a case that's as popular as impeccable. And then when the designs are this nice this year as well, the hype's only going to go, only going to go up. Um, I don't personally know myself. I don't know if you know whether the patches this year they are back to being associated or not. Um, obviously, if they are, then I think you know it's definitely going to be an incredible, uh, incredible case. But if they're not, I think it's unfortunately another, another downfall. That's the only downfall that I would possibly say for um, impeccable that if the patches aren't. Uh, Player worn or not, not associated as that, as I say. But um, yeah, I think I think having a let's say an impeccable for other leagues or for a, like a World Cup every four years, I think that's definitely something that probably a loophole that they need to definitely try to try to exploit. Uh, yeah, I think I haven't seen many patch cards actually because I've only seen like a couple of boxes. But I think of the ones I've seen, and it's 
yeah, again, they've had like two or three cards. I think they've been player worn, which is good. But then I think it is the same players that are player worn in Obsidian. So it might just be a case of it echoes it. But hopefully, especially some of the Arsenal ones, which I want to get, hopefully they are um, player worn. Obviously, match worn is the goal, um, which I realise Granite Shackers cards from Chronicles are match worn, which is incredible, which has now made me want to buy more of them. But like I say, it's. Is a fantastic release. And talking about fantastic releases, there was a certain box which was delayed for a, a while, which finally come out this Friday on Tops UK. And I was having this debate with a few people before of how much will they price Inception at? Because there's some really big chase cards in it. There's some stupid patch cards in it, stupid triple autos and all this. And I was thinking... Right, they're gonna. This is it's probably the impeccable equivalent in tops inception. I was like, they're gonna price this at four, three, four hundred. And I had the notification. I think it was about four o'clock, three, four o'clock on Friday. Inception now live. I was like, oh, here we go. Let's see how much they price this at. And I pressed on it, and it went hundred pounds. Which, to credit to tops, fantastic pricing. Only problem is. I had one in my basket, and yeah, website crashed, which is always happening with tops. So I didn't manage to get one. Um, even though they sent me five emails afterwards saying, you forgot something in your basket. I'm like, yes, I know. Can't get it, though. But was you surprised as well that they actually really priced Inception at 100 quid and not even, I think it was at 100 last year, so even gone to 150 or 200? Yeah, I think, you know, going off, Possibly the current trends in in tops releases where they are slowly starting to up the prices. I think it was quite nice to see Perception still be at the same price it was it was at last year. Um, I think given the uh, the wait time they made everyone wait as well, it probably was nice to see that they did keep it at the right price rather than keeping people waiting for uh, a few weeks and then realizing the price had gone up by like two hundred pounds. Um, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised that um, it was still at a hundred pound and. From what is a very popular popular box, um, I think you know it'd be good to start seeing some in hand and seeing the, uh, the cards that are pulled from it. Like you said, there's some disgusting cards in that in that set that are just incredible patches and dual triple autos. But um, yeah, it was really refreshing to see that top get to at that at the hundred pound price. And no surprise that the website crashed and people couldn't get hold of them because hundred pound. I think anyone would have uh, would have spent one up if they could. Yeah, I think I was looking through to check this prior to this episode. I thought, let me see what, if there was like a dream card in there for me, what would it be? And I was shocked. But I, I thought, let me just look at the dual uh, autos, triple autos. I haven't released all the quad autos yet, but I looked at it, one of them, Neymar and Messi. I was just like, yeah, that's incredible. Pedri, Pedri, Fatty. I know they've had dual autos before. Then I was even looking at someone like a Cruz and Modric. Like, what a dual auto that is for a legendary pairing in midfield. And I was and I thought, oh, then they had legendary ones. And I was like, all right, what, what's going to be in this one? Xavi and Iniesta, like, what a piece of history. Maldini and Baresi, like, for Tottenham fans, Gasco and Lineker. Um, then I was thinking, then they have, like, then and now, Lewandowski and Beckenbauer, Gerard and Henderson, Carragher, Van Dijk, uh, Fernando Torres, Raul Felix. Like, some of these are just legendary combos, brilliant. And then the auto list there's like 50 different players have got autos in it it's just such a good set which obviously like you said i'm really looking forward to seeing it get ripped shame there's no arsenal in it obviously 
didn't qualify for the Champions League yet again, even though this is last year's release. But story of our lives. Yeah, so we'd just be watching from afar, like that person through a window just staring. But that's say it's a fantastic release, and it's going to be one of them that, especially the big, big cars like your. Well, in the picture, it shows a messy auto with the full badge. If that actually goes ahead, that's going to be a massive chase card. Um, but like, and that's the thing with a with a with a great sort of box like Inception is you don't ever see them cards anywhere else. You think you take a look at the Torres and Jao Felix dual auto, the in and out, the Gerards and the, and the Henderson. You know, you carry on your Van Dyke. They're such different cards. But let's say for a Liverpool fan, for example. They are two dual autos that I think any Liverpool fan would crave. Gerard Henderson, Carragher Van Dyke. I mean, it's just it's just mental. I think that's probably one of the USPs about Inception is that they're just such unique and different cards that you wouldn't get in any other box. You know, you think Messi Auto, yeah, it's fun. You're going to get that in five, six other boxes. Whereas, you know, a Carragher and Van Dyke dual auto or a Torres and Jao Felix or... You know, a Maldini auto, you think, you know, it's a one of a kind that you wouldn't get hardly ever in any other boxes. I think to me, that's probably why still priced that £100. The website went out big nuts. Well, people will be able to double them straight away, if not more. And even for a hundred quid, the gamble of opening it, I would say, you know, obviously you're never guaranteed a hundred quid back, but if you're ever going to open a product where you're going to near enough be guaranteed to get your money back, it's going to be this inception because you're guaranteed a few autos, patch cards, base cards that probably on average, if you said on average over the, the box, even at £20 each, you're making profit. So it's like, it's a bit of a no brainer that at a hundred quid, obviously some people be flipping them, fair play. Some people be breaking them. That'd be quite interesting to watch. But if you're opening for yourself, like it's going to be a good rip because, like you say, for a hundred quid, the ceiling is there for. T- There'll probably be quite a few people that will quadruple, if not more, their money. So that'd be a very good one once they. I'm guessing now that they've been released on such websites like that they should start shipping probably within the next week, hopefully. So they'll start appearing. So I'd like to see some of the big boys here and see what just see what the car designs are like because, like you say, with Inception, impeccable. Until you see them get opened, you don't really know what to expect. So the true reasoning behind a product of, oh, this is a top-end product, and then we'll see it. Like No doubt there'll be like, some stupid one-on-one patches of just full badges because we see it in museum collection with tops that their patches are just crazy. I think I see a Noah Lang hit one-on-one. I think it might have even been Bateson who hit it, and it was three parts of the badge. It just looked brilliant, whereas some Panini one-on-ones from the latest Obsidian is literally piece of their trim and you're like we're going, we're, we're going to shout out TFF again but I mean that Ansu Fatty one of one auto patch with like you get like four squares of the Barca badge they're just crazy designs oh, yeah that's it's a dream of having that crazy patch in the collection like your team's badge or part of their name or just like the Adidas or Nike logo Puma or whoever it is or a bit of the sponsorship on like, that's what it's all about, having that crazy patch and you just look at it and you're like, wow, that's... You see, obviously, the one-on-ones hit and you're just like, God, I wish I had that. So, it's just one of them, one of the things that they're, they're the dream cards and hopefully some of the, like, big collectors of each team get their own cards and they don't they don't all just end up in the same person's hands kind of thing, that they get spread out within the community or people are doing decent products because they'd be 
obviously very expensive cards. And there was another release actually this week as well. We briefly spoke about last week, which was Bundesliga Chrome, and it's mirroring. I think Tops are now mirroring the same image what they've done with F1 in terms of light boxes and hobby boxes. And I actually think it was quite a successful release. Obviously, with um, Bundesliga, it's not going to get as much interest as it will do the Champions League. But it's a really nice set. Some of the parallels, there's um, a gold wave. I think in, I don't know if this is the same name as what it is in F1, gold ray wave. is for the Dortmund cards, they are sensational. Like the colour match is just unbelievable. And there's obviously it's a bit of a lull at the moment within uh, the Bundesliga scene that there's not as many rookies at the moment. So there's not that big chase card that everyone's going after rookie wise. But obviously you've got some big guys, obviously Haaland's last one of the Haaland's last Dortmund cards. You've still got your Bellingham's Lewandowski's last buying cards. You've got Musiala's, you've got Florin Wurtz, people like that that are still good, but obviously because there's not the big rookie class as we was expecting, like last year's one, um, it's not gone down as much, but it's yet again, Bundesliga never really gets the treatment. I, I, it's just another one where it looks like a good rip. I think they're just retailing for Andy 80 quid, Mark, the light boxes and like the 110, the hobby boxes, which is not a bad price for a hobby box in 2022, but I'd say for people, just check them out. Really nice designer. I think they'll go for quite cheap, the cards, because it's the Bundesliga set. And especially if there's a player you like from a not as popular Bundesliga team, there's going to be some decent prices. Of, obviously, since the Chrome Stadium Club Chrome came out, Sydney Rayburg has gone down to Bundesliga dude. So these, even his prices have dropped massively, but he never really made sense why it was so highly priced because even Leipzig fans said he weren't all that. But like I say, it's just a good, good time for tops at the moment but as we say they're pushing the scene and i think we've been talking well of tops so i know you're going to want to say something now about tops with another release that come out on thursday friday or whatever it was so you might as well take the floor about the sc abarmunch and chrome yeah i think it's probably a uh, popular talking point at the moment within the hobby about the um yeah the bar munich tops release that i think come out of a pound under under five thousand pounds. Um, to me, I just think it's absolutely extortionate. I think to not even you're not even going to get a complete set. And I think them to come out and price at five thousand pounds. I think given their recent releases and the prices they've put out, you know, seventy quid at your light Bundesliga and hundred pound at Inception. I think to then randomly come out and drop a Bayern unit box at five grand. I think probably took everyone by by surprise and I just love to know their reasoning behind it and to understand why they priced it at, at five grand I mean to a degree you could probably justify it a little bit with the PSG given you're having Messi and Bappe Neymar Auto Donnarumma Ramos but I think to come out and price Bayern Munich at five thousand pounds for a box I don't know what your opinion is but to me I think it's just absolutely ludicrous yeah, I think I was talking to someone about this the other day with the Bundesliga Chrome, uh, sorry, the Bayern Munich Chrome. Is that obviously you're if you're going to get a rock like Robert Lewandowski, Shawpoint Auto on card, it's fantastic. Obviously, not as desirable now that he's now playing for Barcelona as well. But there's quite a lot of players that buy and that sign anyway. Whereas PSG, you've got some of the big guys that don't really sign or just hire. Thing you look at, I was looking through the team the other day and I was like, 
Alfonso Davis has got hundreds, if not thousands, of autos out there already. You've got Gnabry, which is in every single Topps product. Kimmich has been signing before. You've got um, all right, Sane is quite a cool one. I'm not sure if he's ever signed before. I've never seen. Noy is quite a cool signed one, but is yeah again another one. Muller um, signed before. He's been in all the recent Topps products. Lewandowski's got autos out there before. Obviously, sticker autos this should be on card. But it's just like, out of all the chase cards in it, obviously, you're looking at Lewandowski, fair enough. But even now, people be like, he's gone Barcelona. It's not as valuable as it would have been if he was still at Bayern München. Um, Neuer, it's quite a cool one to have. Arguably, one of the best goalkeepers of all time who revolutionised like, the sweeper-keeper position. Otherwise, you're looking at the rest of the players. And, all right, you've got some, some of the young guys coming through, like Joseph Babadal and some of these other ones. But then you're like, eh, it's a bit of a... I, don't get me wrong, like, Serge Gnabry, I will try and pick up some of his cards from the set. But like you say, it's it's a, it's going to be a harder one to recoup money in comparison. If you look at the Salzburg one, in comparison, which come out at a fraction of the price, I think come out like the... 1,000 half, 2,000 mark. You had Benjamin Sesko, Kareem Adeyemi, Seku Kwiata, Sukic. Like you had some of these really, Brendan Aronson as well. You had five really hot prospects on card autos, rookie cards that were going for big money and still go for big money. So that was quite a good gamble, that box in comparison to Bayern Munich one. Like I say, there are really nice cards, um, but will they? have the value of the box it's hard to say at this point in time because obviously no doubt there'd be some big buys for it but like you say five thousand is a lot for a box and no doubt psg would probably be double that but you've got a very high ceiling whereas i'm a i think the jury's a bit out for me at the moment on the buy me at chrome if it's going to be worth it or not yeah i think you definitely covered a good point where there are going to be some autos in that set that are going to be one of a kind like you said the manuel neuer autos and there's a few players on there that, yeah, do have autos in your immaculate sets and any other top chrome sets, but I just don't think there's enough products in that set to justify such a high price point. Like we said, I'm sure PhD is probably going to be double that, but I think you could almost justify, I probably wouldn't say double the price of Bayern Munich, but you probably justify the Bayern Munich price for PhD. Like I said, given the fact you've got the Messi, Neymar, Bappi, Ramos, Donnarumma, but I think to price Bayern Munich at five, when you've probably got a couple of players on there that don't already have autos, I just think is is extortionate. I'm not sure it's going to have as much hype and as much value in the set. Because you think in six months' time, that set, them cards will be worth 50, 200 quid for a Neuer auto, let's say. Um, you know, I'm fucking numbers up in there. It might still be a high price point, but... Given the way that Chrome has been recently, I think that it will just go down in price. And I mean, I'm interested to see whether people, I mean, from what I've read, people obviously aren't of the opinion that five was a good price. So I'm sure there'll probably be very few people that can say that the five grand price point was justifiable. But I think until we start seeing a box and what the car design potentially would like in person, can we make probably a defining vote on whether it is worth the 5k budget or not but to me right now I think 5k is just a, a, a wild price yeah definitely and I think there's one last set I want to talk about which kind of went under the radar but I haven't seen many people talk about it obviously it's not out it was 
it's out to order now, but I think it's coming out October, I believe, which is the England set, which Panini are bringing out. And what I really like about it is, I think it's an all per seven box, five, six boxes, or whatever it is. Um, so similar to your create sets from Tops, but it's got legends, men's and women's as well. Obviously, as of recording this, it is the Sunday, like Sunday of the women's final. So as this is going out, we know that whether we're very happy or it's going to be another Euro defeat in the final. But hopefully, like from at this point, we wish them all the best of luck later on. And hopefully by the time we this recording, the celebrations have begun. But I think it's such a fantastic set. It's a price point is £30 per box. I think you get 40, 45 cards per box. And you get two numbered parallels per box as well, which is very decent because normally you've created sets, you get one at most. And I think it's going to be a really cool one because I've seen that they haven't released a full checklist yet, but they, the images that they put out, it's a really nice card design uh, with like the lion as the parallel. Um, and then you've got like Beckham autos in there. But then it's even players that don't really have England stuff. I think what's really nice is the women's stuff. They have the stickers, obviously, for the, this Euros and previous World Cups in Europe, but there's not, never been any trading cards out there with the women's in their England kits, which I think is going to be a really nice set to collect, which I'm going to try and chase. But I think it's something like that from Panini that is a really welcoming change that they've thought about at Crates. And actually going with an England one, of a, it's a women's Euros year and a, a England men's World Cup year. What a brilliant time to release. And I know that they might be doing this for other teams or whoever they have the last for. But isn't it a welcome change to actually have an England national team set? Yeah, definitely. And I think, like you said, the price point is, to me, again, very appealing. I think looking at, I think we said like £40, £30, £40 a box, I think to have an auto every sort of four or five boxes, if, if I get the op, if I get the chance, I would definitely be buying a couple of boxes and hoping to, to rip them for myself. I think, you know, the hype around... To me, anyway, I've been looking at buying the women's tops chrome cards for the last couple of weeks, watching the watching the girls go through the Euros, and I think the prices reflect that. You know, you're looking at Beth Mead's her autos. I thought they dropped over the last couple of weeks, but they've recently gone back up again, and I think it just shows the hype around the women's Euros, and I think to have those in the final this afternoon, again with the World Cup happening later on in the year, I think it's probably a perfect time to drop an England set because the hype is going to be so high, especially if we come out winning tonight as well. Um, we're going to go really into the World Cup on a really sort of international high. Um, so I think, yeah, I think to have a curated set around around our own national country, I think is going to be very, very popular. And like you said, with the, the checklist in there with the, sort of the legend autos and the women in their England kits, I think it's going to be, uh, going to be yeah, very popular and very refreshing to see a nice set, uh, England's curated set. Yeah, so I think they are available now on panini.co.uk. So I recommend, obviously, it's one of them that you won't get them for a couple of months. So if you don't mind holding some money behind, like I, I'm i going to buy some probably closer to the time. I'm going to try and pick up four or five boxes just to risk it because I think they're going to be quite cool. I think even if you get a number parallel of one of the main players, it's going to go for a bit of money or even your Beckhams, for example. I no doubt that, like I would say, it's all speculation at the moment of who they're going to put in there, but no doubt it's going to be players like, Bobby Moore in there if they're going to look in the history of England. So hopefully it's like a lot of the old players as well, like through the years, it would be really cool to have some like the 66 stuff in there. But there's a lot they can do with it. So I'm really intrigued to see that set. I think that's actually one I'm more looking forward to this year. Obviously, before that comes out, um, middle of August, obviously PSG Chrome comes out, which obviously I won't be buying. 
I wish I could buy it, no doubt, but won't buy it. But then the PSG created set comes out, I think, the week after. Or it's meant to be very around the same point, which would be another one probably priced at like the 35 quid mark. And I think even if by one box, just that chance, it's probably like a one in 100 chances to get a Mbappe auto or a Messi auto. It's worth a shot in my eyes. Just imagine opening a £35 box and getting an Mbappe auto. It could be a changer in the collection. It'd just be really cool to have. So, like I said, some really interesting releases coming out over the summer. And no doubt, especially with Tops now, that the rights have now started for the new year of European competitions that you look out for all the new Tops nows coming out and all their new releases because they're going to be some really cool cars out there. So, it's an exciting time. It's all, I always like it when it's building up to a new season. The hype's there for football. Prices are slowly changing on certain people. Definitely after the Community Shield yesterday, I've seen Darwin Nunes' prices have increased a bit because he scored, which is fantastic for me because I've got a couple of his rookies. So they're stored straight away in the case coming out in a few years' time, hopefully, when he's proved to be a really good player. But like I said, I'm sure you echo it, but it's just a really exciting time, not just for football, but for the trading card scene as well. Yeah, I think, you know, it's always the same when the season's starting again, the hype start, starts coming again. I think especially after the Community Shield and your English champions, just sort of your, your lower league starting again at the weekend, I think the hype really has has started. And it does reflect massively, you know, as you touched on, you've seen the prizes of Darwin Nunes and Julian Alvarez as well, who both scored yesterday in their debuts in the Community Shield. Their, their rookie stickers of, you know, the prices have already started to increase and, it's just an, a really refreshing time of the year when we know the football season's back next weekend. And it's been a long time, what seems like a long time without it. I know the season is starting earlier than it normally does, obviously with the World Cup happening at the end of the year. But I think, yeah, it's always a great time of the year when you know that the Premier League is back around the corner. With some, uh, especially as an Arsenal fan, you know, we've had a, a fairly good pre-season. Um, but no, I think, especially in the, in the card scene as well, the hype back on football or soccer, depending on where you are in the world, um, the hype is really good and I think the prices will reflect that I think it's been on probably a, one of an all-time low in my opinion I think recently um, but yeah now the season's starting again and there's new prospects coming forward I think it will gradually start to get back where where it should be uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see in the coming weeks and episodes of the podcast how prices are changing after big performances and will be set because obviously the league goes live for, from Friday onwards. Um, everyone's got to get their fantasy teams in as well. I was trying to do mine last night, which was pain in the backside because I was like, right, I need to try and work out to get all the players I want in and then realise it comes to about 115 million. So I was like, right, I need to get rid of a load of people. But uh, Jesus was the first person in the team and the only person not leaving the team. So like I say, it's going to be even quite intriguing to see how all of the prices, I can't imagine when Gabriel Jesus' first Arsenal card comes out, how crazy the price is that going to be, how the Arsenal market is. But like I say, it's going to be a very interesting few weeks. And I really wish that Panini done like a Panini instant for the Premier League, because I think that would be such a cool set to collect, because Tops Now, the old school Tops Now Premier League cards are so cool, some of them, like especially like from five years ago, like, some of the moments on the cards, which now are great. So I'm trying to pick up some of them, which are just these like really cool mementos of previous matches, which it's a shame. they obviously Panini done it for the Euros last year with England, but sadly not for the Premier League, but they did it for like Syria. So can't see why I can't do it for the Premier League. But like I say, he's one of the sequence of my head is that Declan Rice, you know, his debut for the Hammers, and that's now card there. 
you know, the PSA 10, it was such an SP as well. I think for it to come down, getting a PSA going for a couple hundred quid. At the time, what was that? Four, five, six pound card in the top now. So then getting a PSA 10, because it was such a short print as well, you know, having a top now, I think, in the print would be wicked. But yeah, it's just a shame they don't, they didn't do it. Same with PD Instant as well. But, um, you know, at least, at least tops now is going to be back around the corner again with the new season coming forward. But, yeah, it would be wicked if they were to ever, ever release it for the, uh, for the frame. Could be very expensive. Very expensive. Especially yeah. especially if you're Liverpool and Man City fans, so you probably have to buy a different card every single week or however many, probably 30, 35 different ones over a season. But like I said, it'd just be really cool for debuts of players. Like, imagine like the Haaland debut for Man City, first goal, Nunes, Jesus, uh, Sterling at Chelsea. You've got so many players... That would just be quite a cool card to have, even like halfway through a season when a, a 16 year old from the academy breaks through into the first team. Look at Harvey Elliott for Fulham, for example. Now that's such a desirable card because it was such a short print. Because realistically, no one wanted to buy a Fulham tops now Premier League card, but now everyone, especially with the Liverpool and like investors, and like, oh, I really want that card. So it's just a great set. So I don't know if there was anything else that you wanted to discuss on this episode because it's a uh, been a good another great episode but like i say it's just great fun and hopefully we'll be joined by someone next week but we're in the works with some big guys once we can get them all set up yeah i'm sure everyone's probably sick of hearing our voices now for the last three episodes so yeah i think it'd be good to get um get some big people lined up for the, for the next couple of weeks but i think from my end i think we've discussed probably everything that's happened in the in the last week i think we've obviously expressed our Massive FOMO from up here at the Nationals to um, obviously the extortion price of the top to release uh, by Unicat. But like we said, we've got a busy afternoon. We've got uh, the Hungarian Grand Prix and then obviously the Women's Euros final. So, um, yeah, I think from my end, mate, I think I've pretty much covered everything. I don't know about yourself. No, it's been a good one. A lot of talking. So I'm going to rest my voice now and save it up for obviously the Grand Prix and obviously the final later on. So it could be a very good day, especially with who's on pole and the final so like i say thanks everyone yet again for uh tuning in to another episode of the top loaded podcast and it's no doubt going to be a interesting week within the hobby scene and everything else so there'll be plenty more to talk about and hopefully be joined next week by um a guest or two or even maybe three who knows what's going to happen but like we say as always thank you very much for joining uh, stay safe but most importantly happy hobbying and good night take care guys see you later